Who's a fat boy? And hello, I am Matt Duncan. You are listening to the podcast Fat Boy. We are back with episode 29, and we are in the fall right now, folks. The weather is to my liking. The leaves are dying, falling off the trees, and and the weather's cool. The humidity that was discussed in the last episode is no longer with us. Thank the heavens. There's nothing like feeling humidity in in late September like that. It's a very strange feeling, and it, you know it it really throws me off. I think it throws a lot of people off. Some people love it. Some people love as much hot weather as they can get. Some Canadians don't like that it gets so cold in the winter. I am not one of them. I like to wrap up in many a things if I can. So it is fall, and. You know, my birthday is approaching in a couple weeks. I can't believe it's been almost a month since the last episode. We were doing so well. What happened? I had two weeks in a row that I did episodes. And you know what? I've been so busy exercising and, you know, losing weight that that I, I don't know why. I just didn't, I kept procrastinating recording. I don't know what 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 held me back other than things were going good. I thought that as soon as I started feeling a lot better and comfortable with exercising that that I you know I'd have all kinds of crazy updates and it would be great. But really there there aren't too many updates other than the fact that I have lost 11 pounds in about a month and a half to 2 months. So that's pretty good. That's uh that's a healthy amount. It's not, you know, it's about 2 two uh, pounds a week, maybe a little bit less. So that's okay. And really it's, you know, the changes are playing hockey twice a week. And then I got my exercise bike back that I haven't used in years. And I've been, you know, when, when I don't feel like going out to the gym or going for a bike ride or, or a run, which I would never do, I can just bring that exercise bike out while I'm watching TV and crank off a, a 30 minutes of cardio. No big deal, okay? And it really helps. It, it helps control my eating. It helps control my drinking. That's the thing. Like, you really realize that once you start exercising and feeling better because of it, that you, you probably felt pretty depressed and, uh, you know, a, a lot to do with your diet and, and drinking alcohol is based on that depression, which I definitely have. It's something that I fight with all the time, you know, and uh, I, I've got a lot more free time right now. I, I'm not getting as much work as I used to from the company that I've been working for for 12 years. And it's it gives you this unsettling feeling in your tummy and thankfully, I've been exercising and I've stayed on that to keep my mind sound, not get into that deep hole and, you know, just drink my sorrows and worries away and, and eat horrible food. So I'm, I'm glad that, that I haven't gone that route, you know, because I could definitely see me doing that. But I've been exercising, guys. My, my ice hockey team is horrible. We're so bad. 
<laughs> thankfully it's not just me that's like we're we're almost equally bad there's no like real standout guys on the team where it's like oh you should be in a different league it's just a bunch of guys with varying degrees of fitness who can't really play with each other hopefully that will change we've got a lot of games left i have to play tonight at 10 45 i don't know if you like to work out late but let me tell you i do not like to work out that late I'd like maybe a latest nine o'clock, 1045. That means I get off the ice at like quarter to midnight. I won't be, oh, I'll be wired. I'm going to be wired. And what can I do? I already blitzed through Mind Hunter. Everyone's been watching Mind Hunter. It's a great show about how they started to profile serial killers. It's David Fincher everywhere. It's seven, it's Zodiac. He's directed a bunch. It just it's that great feel of his best movies. I love it. But um unfortunately, yeah. Like what, what am I supposed to do? Watch Fuller House? I tried. I tried watching that. I don't need Kimmy Gibbler to to be more than a, a punchline on that show. She's like normal? No. No, no, no. Too much has changed. It is really weird how all these like 90s show, there's such nostalgia for the 90s, which I have too. And all these shows are coming back, even if it's just like, you know, a one season special or like a, some kind of sequel or something like that. It's funny how like we, you know, we miss shit. We miss shit in the short term. You know, no one's no one's going back and doing an I Love Lucy reboot. I mean, I, the cast is R.I.P., well, you know what I mean, like starring Emma Stone and uh, Ricky Martin. <laughs> that is who I'm going to cast in an I Love Lucy reboot. So get ready for that, Canada, CTV or CBC, whoever wants to do it first. Put them in the good slot right before Murdoch Mysteries. So they get all the grandmas. All the grandmas are going to be watching, baby. Oh, man. So I did say I lost weight, right? You wanted that update? getting on the scale i've been trying to drink more water obviously when you're you're exercising your body forces you to drink water but uh yeah like i haven't been drinking pop i haven't been drinking as much beer and stuff you know i've noticed that uh i'm not uh finishing my whole plate of food and then you know licking every portion every smear uh food off of it anymore <laughs> i don't don't need to do that you know, I'm paying attention to my body when it's like, I've had enough, but I'm always fucking hungry now, I guess, because my metabolism is finally not just speeding up, but like turned back on. I feel like it was completely off. It just like quit. It quit its job. It was like, if you're not going to contribute to this, then then I'm going to take a vacation and never come back. But, you know, with some metaphoric letters of love to the to my metabolism it seems to have come back and uh while hesitant in my belly it uh it seems to be uh you know getting the the burn going again which is nice so i'm kind of dealing with this always being hungry feeling um and and you know not trying to gorge carbs which are my favorite i will also say that i uh I, I've been taking this vegan protein powder, as I've talked before. It's, it's uh, Vega Protein, it's called. And it's got like six servings of greens and antioxidants and, you know, natural. None of that horse shit waste stuff. Uh, and I have 
probably one scoop left. I have never in my life finished protein powder. I had a huge bucket here, a humongous bucket that you, you know, you could put some people buy cement in huge buckets or, or turpentine or something like that. It was huge. I could not finish it. Could not ended up throwing out just heaps of powder into the, into the green bin, which has since been scattered among the fields. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's quite an accomplishment for me. Okay. I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, a little update on the eczema. Remember I mentioned on the last episode that I had eczema, um, still kind of an issue. It's getting a bit better. I've had to get away from the mint body wash stuff. I think that was irritating it, especially that Dr. Brumner stuff. I don't know if I've talked about Dr. Brumner before, but you'll notice it's a, it's a bottle and it's just got like, it's like, it's like a guy selling elixir in the 1800s, you know, and it's all written on the bottle. Dilute it for this, for your laundry. Do the dishes with this. One pot this, one pot that, and you can use it for anything. Um, and so I've been using it in the shower. I was for a while, and it is. When you don't dilute it, and you're just diluting it by, like, putting a little bit of water in your hands, it is really, really powerful. And it burns. And I wonder if that contributed to uh, this eczema stuff that's been happening. I don't really know. I went to a doctor that gave me cortisone cream. I kind of used it. Kind of freaks me out using, you know, shit like that. So I've been, uh, I switched to a different lotion. I'm not using like a mint. I'm trying to avoid the mint. And I also bought uh, at the health food store, uh, uh, it looked like a an old bar of toffee that's supposed to be soap. That is good for eczema. It's It looks like when you're at the movies and you used to eat the toffee and you'd pull out that big, what was it called? I don't know. It, like, it had like argyle pattern on it. And uh, that's what the bar soap <laughs> looks like. It doesn't have a very nice scent. It's just like goat's milk and I don't know, you know, whatever other fats they could find. Uh, and, but it does, it does seem to soothe, uh, the eczema problem. So I've been using that little bar of toffee and, and it seems to help. So, you know, there's many different things. You also got to have cool showers. Okay. Apparently, uh, hot showers, bad for eczema. So that's not very fun having cool showers all the time. Do not like that. Uh, but you got to do it. You got to, you got to get rid of it guys. Um, so yeah, um, other than eczema, I guess... Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to mention that uh, thank you to those who listened to the podcast and voted on iTunes. Uh, I had a lot of ratings, did a bit of a, a ratings blitz a few weeks ago, and now I've got seven or eight ratings on iTunes, which means that, guys, it's just a simple little thing. Go to my website. There's a button there you can click. It takes you right to the page, and it helps me get up on the charts so more people can see the podcast on the iTunes charts and stuff like that. It'll appear more. It's not lost in this this world of millions of podcasts where there's no ratings, not enough to generate. Horrible. It's very difficult to get these. And I, I, I would imagine it's only going to get more difficult because Apple is one tough cookie and people are starting to hate them. And, you know, eventually it's going to go back. You know, I can feel Apple going back down where people don't really know anything about them. You know, it's going to get back to that, I feel like, in a way. Someone else is going to come out. Apple's time. 
seems like it's almost over. They had a good run. They had a good run. So thank you for those, though, because they do help. They do friggin' help. Now, most people listen to this podcast for a King John Un update, and the only update I really have about the whole nuclear uh, pending war is that the mountain that he is testing nuclear bombs in is apparently fatigued and on the verge of collapsing because underneath there's tunnels that he's he's created to blow up these humongous atomic and hydrogen bombs and the mountain uh, seems like it's going to collapse and there's some worry that what if it creates a volcano would it be like a radioactive volcano because like there's it's obviously a highly radioactive mountain or if it if it uh, collapses then it just like will release a plume of radioactive uh waves uh, off the off the heap of the mountain and and you know start killing more people than he already is in in North Korea so that's a you know that's a bit of a he's got to chill out a little bit on the underground nuke bombs he's got to cool it because that mountain's had enough and it's going to collapse like a like an old an old puffed out jiffy pop if you if you have ever made jiffy pop on the stove not where you want to put a nuclear bomb okay it's going to bite you it's going to bite you in the butt oh so anyways what's next um before i get to some Get some to some world news. Um, I mean, I have it written down here, War on Raccoons. Um, I know it's not much of a fitness thing, but I'll tell you what is a fitness thing is me always having to clean up garbage when they knock it over. So I fucking drilled into them suckers, not the raccoons, into the bins and put straps on. And let me tell you, it works perfect, folks. It works perfect. If you need me to install straps, uh, I am available for hire. We can work out a price. Uh, it will be very cost efficient compared to doing it yourself. You know, you've got stuff to do. You need someone to install these straps. So, uh, yeah, I'm starting a new business. Obviously, I need to start thinking about generations of money. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, just uh, just tweet at me if you need me to put these straps on. And I want to hear all this shit about, like, oh, no, it's, it's supposed to be for raccoons. They're supposed to knock over your garbage and eat. They're a part of the city ecosystem. I do not agree with that. I think they will stop having as many kids if they can't feed them, okay? So I am a warrior against it. And if you want to eat garbage, go to the neighbor next door who doesn't have straps. Okay, I think you remember uh, months ago, went to a vegan restaurant called Doomies. And I have been waiting. I've been like, oh, I hope that they... Uh, the Toronto star likes to take, you know, fast food and send it to the lab and then tell you how much shit is in it. Right. So they finally have done this with this popular vegan Big Mac alternative that I had on that uh, previous episode. I think it was the first one after I got back from Maui. And, um, I'm going to tell you just what is in this sucker. Now looking at it, it is, you know, it's an ugly looking burger, for one, from what I remember, it was a humongous burger. It uh, was too big. I think one patty definitely would do it. The The patties were way too big. So already half this burger is what you all you need to eat. You do not need to eat the whole thing. It's a huge ass, uh, you know, a Big Mac alternative, as they say. I think they call it the Pappy D or Big D. They call it the Big D. It was previously called the Mac Daddy. 
Now we're gonna stop that. It's not a. It's not a pimp. It's not a pimp. So, how many calories do you think that sucker, the the vegan Big Mac at Doomies, has? And it came in at 868 calories for the Doomies Big Mac. 20 grams of fat, 1,500 milligrams of salt, 124 grams of carbs, and 49 grams of protein. Whoa, bro, that's a lot of protein. So if you want to fucking beef up, you got to rip some curls on the bicep. You might want to take some chomps out of this burger, 49 grams. Wow, protein powder is usually 20 grams. Um, so, I mean, that's a that's a healthy portion, though. That's huge. It might, and then you add fries to that, it's going to be another three to 400 calories. So, uh, yeah, you know, 11, 1,200 calories all in for that meal. When I had it, I got the cheesy shit on the fries, and we had jalapeno poppers there, too. So, man, I must have been flying around 2,000 cows. But, the, you know, the main difference is there's no dairy in it. There's, uh, you know, no no eggs, no meat, nothing like that. So you're you're not getting any cholesterol. You're not getting any cholesterol. So that's that's a plus. And the Big Mac itself from McDonald's is around 550 calories, and it is a much smaller burger. And whenever you eat a Big Mac, you don't really feel full. And you know why I love Big Macs, but it's like, Eating this burger, if you don't feel full after, geez louise. I think you'd feel full after half the burger. So that's the breakdown there. Essentially, I think uh, some people might have been shocked by it, but um, how it compares to, like, say, Harvey's veggie burger has 375 calories. Kelsey's has an original Roadhouse no-meat portobello burger. That's 810, so that's close. But, yeah, like... It's really, it's really the size of it for me. Like the patty's way too big, way too big. Um, but uh, yeah, and they're not trying to be. They're not trying to say that this is healthy. They're trying to say that, you know, vegans can do junk food too. We can do the shit that's available everywhere for meat eaters all the time, where they can have a, a you know, a, a greasy meal. But at the end of the day, is it healthier? That is still up for debate. Um, you know, between the, the the meat eaters and the and the plant eaters. I think that the Doomies burger is healthier. I feel healthier eating it, even though it's still, you know, fatty garbage. So that's the that's the gist of the Doomies vegan burger. Uh, check it out at Doomies. It's pretty good. It's on the secret menu. You gotta ask them. Can I get the Can I get the big D? Can I Can I get some big D? <laughs> no, don't say it like that. Don't say it like that. Okay, don't ask for some big D. Just ask for the big D and tip your cap and be very cordial, okay? Uh, Next article that I found from ScienceDaily.com. This is a site that I like to go to for more, uh, well, well, yeah, more scientific stuff. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I hate shit. I hate stool. So whenever I see an article that is about, you know, what in your poop can tell you and all this shit, uh, apparently, you can tell by looking at your stool if you can lose weight. And that is by, it. you know, it all goes back to that gut bacteria. Like, what kind of gut bacteria do you have? And apparently, if you have a certain, if you don't have this certain kind of bacteria in your intestine, then it's, uh, you know, eating fruits and vegetables and high fibers and whole grains and all this stuff, it might not help you lose weight at all. Um 
It's just that they're finding out. I think they're, it's called Prevotella, Prev- Prevotella, Prevotella. Yeah, that's the bacteria. So I don't know if you can do a little ask your doctor about it. How's my Prevotella count? But apparently if you're trying to lose weight and you don't have this kind of bacteria, it can hinder, you know, that's why some people just can't lose weight. And they're like, oh, I'm genetically predisposition to, to be overweight. So that might be one of the reasons more than just genes, or maybe that is a part of the genes. Um, I find that interesting. I hate, I hate the idea of, of having to, uh, you know, (laughs) send shit away to be looked at. That is, man, people that have to look through shit as part of their job and people that love it. People that are like, this is my passion to look through people's shit and figure out how the body can work better. God bless them. Maybe that's a career change I need to do. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, you know, I've always been really afraid to do CrossFit because I always feel like it's too intense and like I'm going to strain myself and vomit. And, uh, you know, I've been worried that I'd hurt myself. And I've talked on this show before that, you know, I really take my time with working out and I kind of gradually get into it. Like I just started to get into working out with weights again. I just kind of like have gradually gone through doing cardio. So now I'm like, you know, lightly getting back into it again. And uh, it turns out there's there is a rare condition that can make exercise deadly if you overexert yourself whether it be cardio or lifting weights. So guys that guys and gals that go beast mode at the gym and are like going way over, you know, their, their limits all the time. There's essentially an unknown condition that breaks down your muscle fibers and it leaks toxins into your blood. And it's called, uh, rhabdomyolysis rhabdo for short and it can lead to kidney failure so if you're especially if you're a new person this is why i always say to really take your time don't you know go at your own pace and don't overstress yourself when you're exercising you know it's like you don't have to listen to me just i'm I'm an old shitty used to be a trainer 10 years ago but you know anyone's telling you to take it easy that's that's the advice you can you can take Okay, because, yeah, it can happen to anyone. It can happen to guys that are, like, professional CrossFit guys or triathlon people. It's just if you push your body too much, some people get this. And, um, yeah, like, some, essentially some of the, you know, if you want to know some of the uh, symptoms of it is just, like, irregular heartbeat, dark pee, confusion, uh, obviously muscle swelling and pain, really bad swelling and pain, stuff like that. So yeah, just be careful. Make sure if you are doing CrossFit, you're with people that know what they're doing and they, you know, will know how to instruct you on how to lift a fucking tractor tire over your head. Jesus. That stuff's fucking scary. Uh, can't, can't do it folks. I don't like being yelled at either. Okay. I'm very sensitive. Other thing that I'm sensitive to is the plague, the bubonic plague. You guys all might, might know Madagascar is, is a fun kids movie with, with celebrities doing voices. But it's also a, a country that uh, has the plague and has had about 680 cases this year of the plague. The plague. <laughs> the bubonic plague. I'm not laughing at it. 
I'm, it's like a nervous laugh. It's terrifying. Uh, the fact that it, you know, fleas bite infected rats and then they bite you. It's like fleas, fleas can give you the plague. Oh my God. Just like in medieval times, uh, fitness wise, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a health, it's a health inquiry for sure. How does that travel? Can it go from Madagascar to, to here? Could, could those fleas get on a plane? And and fly over here and and like I don't want my I don't want the plague. Oh man. Like one I don't know what's worse, having your you know it's one of the it's one of the tough things about living back then, you know. As much as I'd love to go to the theater and watch Shakespeare in the sixteen hundreds, fear of the plague, like Shakespeare would have to do like a plague stock, like we did SARS stock in Toronto. He would have to do like a concert get together with some of the awesome musicians of that time. Bruce Springsteen's great uh, great great grandfather, uh, Elton John's great 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 grandma. And uh, am I going back far enough? That's about right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They definitely, uh, you know, they de- <laughs> there's definitely in the 1600s, they're all the same musicians. Just like uh, their paternal or maternal grandparents of some sort. That's uh, how the world works. That's how everything keeps flipping. You keep flipping the pages. You know what I mean? Wow, we've made it to 25 minutes, guys. This is exciting. This is episode 29. This is it for the 20s. Did you enjoy the 20s? just like to say thanks again for for listening um, and rating. I really appreciate it, guys. Uh, the journey continues. I'm still trying to lose weight. Haven't hit the plateau yet. Um, and yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm really excited to to get down uh, below 200, which was my goal. And I got those I got those fucking new pictures coming up. So I'm hope, hopefully I got some sweet license uh, driver's license and, and health card picture coming up that I'll, I'll be happy with for the next five years. So I got to get working. Maybe I'll tape my neck or something uh, to make it look uh, fucking, you know, nice and skinny, baby. And uh, yeah, I guess one last thing I'll say is thanks for all the uh, support. The cat is the cat is out of the oven. And uh, the commercial I was talking about, that, that person that was the best at their sport in the world with Sidney Crosby, and yeah, I got to shoot a commercial with him, so thanks for all the support. People seem to like it. I'm always on the fence about my own commercials because, you know, there's a big part of me that hates myself immensely. So, uh, but I, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. So thanks thanks again, guys. Uh, keep, you know, breathing some of that fresh air out there. Go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. And, you know, don't, don't lift tractor tires over your head. Unless uh, you've got a qualified CrossFit, insane, hopped-up, steroid-ridden motherfucking instructor who you can trust. Peace.